This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd lets you pay your way and go about your day. Choose between auto pay, online, phone, mail, or in-person bill pay. Visit ComEd.com slash pay to choose what works best for you. ComEd powering lives. All right. Time for Hey, I Was Wondering. Questions. We use your hey. I was wondering. You get one of those Eric in the morning travel mugs, of which you can use as you sit on your couch. Ah, <laughs> uh, hi, Eric. Yeah. I listened to the podcast after moving to Texas a few years ago. Oh, cool. We're very big in Texas. We do very well in Texas. Seems like yeah. It. yeah we I was listening to an old podcast from April 2019, oh, okay. in which you mentioned a few movies you recommended people should watch at all times. It began, I began to compile my own watch list, morbid as it might be. I don't know why I'd be morbid. So it got me thinking <laughs> that with all the cabin fever people are going to be developing in the next few weeks, what movies or shows would be great recommendations to watch right now? Oh, yeah. For instance, given the social isolation bunker down instruction, it puts a new spin on movies like Day After Tomorrow. And for those who are not prone to fear or anxiety, movies like Contagion or Outbreak are still entertaining. Yeah. A Contagion, They've been we trending this, on Yeah, we Netflix. did this story that Contagion uh, was going absolutely crazy, people mm-hmm. watching that. For those in need of a good laugh or to take their minds off of everything, maybe movies like The Birdcage. There you go. Thanks a bunch. Keep up the great work, and thank you for keeping everyone sane. Well, I'm not certain we're doing that in the upcoming days and weeks. If you can, give a shout-out to the medical professionals working at this time, as my dad and brother both work at Rush, and I work at the medical center in Houston. Hey. All right, that's sir. Uh, what are you? Now, if you have self-quarantined, I'm wondering, and to answer her question, what are you watching? Remember I said I started Homeland. Yes. And now I I can't do anything but. I'm not really binging it, but it's in my brain. Yeah. You have to like see I'm, what's next. Well, not even that, but it's just in my brain like I was dreaming about Homeland oh. last night. And you had only, what, gotten into three or four I'm of the... through eight episodes now. Oh, eight now? Yeah. Okay, well, I can see why eight. it would be burned into your brain then. Right. And it's <laughs> not like, I'm not, uh, oddly, I'm not like, oh man, I gotta get the next one started. I'm dragging it out over the whole day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometimes I'll pause it uh, like Whip does, like seven times during the show. It'll take me six hours to get through one. <laughs> you can do that at home. That's right. what's fun about home. Right. But for, but it's, it's, it's burned into my brain like I was dreaming about it last night. Are you liking it more? I got Claire more? Danes on the brain. That's who it is, right? Claire Danes? That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I do like it. Okay. I do like it. Uh, what are you folks currently recommending that if we all have to quarantine or stay in place, we should be watching? 312-233-1019. Are you watching anything? You know, I'm um, I'm actually having a little bit of difficulty because I have to be careful about what I watch because I have Porter, who's nine, in the house, and I don't want anything inappropriate. It needs to be something that, you know, there's not a bunch of like f bombs and stuff like that thrown about. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't. So I, no? don't I don't have anything. So I need help. Live PD. <laughs> yeah, I don't let, want him let, to see that. Let either. him see how the real world works. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want him to see that. Yeah. Definitely don't let him see the news. Yeah. You know what? But I've no. seen is watching live PD. I don't think anyone's ever going to move to Lawrence, Indiana. Because <laughs> so much bad stuff happens there. I'm thinking as communities, they think it's a good idea to have the live PD crews come in, but all they do is show the crime in your community. I'm thinking that's got to be killing property values. There. Terrible. <laughs> Laura down in Houston wants to know what we should be watching, as we're all self quarantined. I've started Homeland finally. Yep. You know, there's eight seasons of it. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was shocked. I didn't yeah. know they were that far into it either. Yeah. Oh, this well, is back from 2011. Yeah. Season one, 2011. I just wow. started it. And the wife of uh, 
of the guy who was on Billions, who, uh, which I binge watched too. Oh, she that. was the the girlfriend in Deadpool. Oh, wow. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Deadpool, Violetta, I guarantee if you watch Deadpool, it will be in your top three favorite movies of all time. Really? I Iron guarantee Reynolds it. Is good. I have seen the previews, and I think it's funny. It's it is tremendous. I, I you know Ryan Reynolds might be my favorite actor now He's, of all the okay. actors. He's really really good. He really is. Uh, hi there, Gary. You suggest binging what? Nurse Jackie. Ah, there you go. That's uh, Edie Falco, Edie right? Falco. It is it's incredible, and it's easy because it's half hour episodes. It's how many? Thirty ep- a thirty minute episode. Ah, you just blast right through that. Oh, okay, I like that. Yeah, Nurse Jackie. I was considering rewatching The Sopranos. Yes, that is a I great was idea. The same thing. Great I hear idea. that's. I actually hear that's a thing now. People are starting to rewatch the whole series. I have again. them all on DVD. So. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I'll just Do you have a DVD in. player? I wouldn't even I know where to find <laughs> one. Right, me too. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. Uh, you would suggest binging what, Chris? I would suggest Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. It's one of the, the funniest shows ever. It's about kicks in Canada. Kids and hockey players in this little town. It's hilarious. You know, Canadian comedy kills. What? Really? Yeah. It, yeah. it is killer. It's eight episodes, and you, it'll change how you talk. Get out, eh? Hey, get out, eh? Get out, eh? Letter Kenny, eh? Okay. Yeah, that Canadian accent is infectious. It really, it really is. is. Uh, hi there, Jerry. Your recommendation for binging is what? Mad Men. Go back and do Mad Men oh, all over again. That was a good again. show. Yeah, you really got to concentrate on that. It. Really? Yeah. I never got into it for whatever reason, and now I can't stop watching it. Me really? either. I've never watched it. Yeah, Mad Men. That's a good move right there. Yeah. And then finally, uh, John, your recommendation is? Uh, Destination Truth and Destination Unknown. Destination uh... Unknown sounds like a movie that Jerry and Kramer might have gone to. <laughs> <laughs> what was that episode? Uh, uh, trying to think. Uh, what were those movies? Prognosis negative. <laughs> Prognosis negative. <laughs> Prognosis one. negative. Destination unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's that all about, John? Uh, this guy uh, named Josh Gates, he goes around exploring different things like uh, searching for the real Robin Hood or ghosts and things uh, like yeah. that. There you go. There you go. So it's, it's actually, it's not a... Uh, uh, like a drama, it's more of a more of a reality show. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. Like Bear Grylls, like you know, I like watching Bear Grylls. Right, yeah, uh, running wild with Bear Grylls. And yeah, that's interesting. Convince myself that I could end up doing that. Uh, by yeah. the way, I, I mentioned Seinfeld. I also uh, heard that uh, Seinfeld is being exposed to a whole new younger generation, a la what Friends did. Oh, that I'm makes sure. sense. You, you, yeah, it's yeah. a long time ago those shows were on, so like, people are like, yeah. "Hey, I never right. watched this." Like, uh, every 19 year old is watching Friends now, yeah. and they just made the announcement too. You know, the Friends reunion special on HBO Max. Yeah, that is now been delayed right right like so, everything else yeah so uh, everybody that was looking forward to that it looks like we're gonna have to wait a little longer although i've been seeing and i'm all for this a big push for espn to release the bulls documentary early think, yeah i was thinking was, about that last night it was supposed to be released i think in july or august yeah the bulls documentary where they followed him around during the sixth championship season the glory days it's supposed to be tremendous yeah and they were going to release it in uh, august and now there's a big push to to move it up because people are home and they need something to do well yeah well maybe they will do that if it's ready to go exactly yeah. if it's finished there's no reason for them not to do it but yesterday was the uh, 25th anniversary of michael jordan returning or I announcing know. that he was returning yeah i'm back 
from going to baseball for a little while. Wow. The yeah. two-word press release that yeah. he faxed over to everybody. That's right. At that time, it was the big fax. I'm back. Yep. Oh, fax. Yep. I'm oh, back. God. Yeah. Online shopping, J-Lo says, well, you know, I... I performed at halftime of the Super Bowl, and 100-plus million people watched me. And Well, now I'm just sitting alone in my house with Alex Rodriguez shopping for Doc Martens. My how times change. Uh, Top three things while self-quarantine you're online shopping for. 312-233-1019. Hey, Don. Good morning. Hi, online shopping for what? Underwear. Underwear. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to get quarantined. I might as well have nice underwear to ride around the house. And if you're going to walk around your house in your underpants, (laughs) you might as well have good ones. Feel good about yourself. (laughs) You hit it so fast. If I had a nickel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, where's the rib shot? Oh, yeah. Hey. Early. I didn't, Swanee. I didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so. <laughs> Thank God. Just let moments happen. There's you PSA, so girl. Fast. You keep, <laughs> keep throwing in all the PSAs. Well, it's important to underwear shop and make sure that you're well supplied. Keep that Don, company running. Right. <laughs> it's important to online shop to keep the economy moving forward. Support your small businesses. Okay. Well, so we Brought got you by. Yeah. Uh, online shopping for what, Adam? A uh, bread-making machine. All bread's gone. Yeah. If you can't buy it, might as well make it. Uh, John, True. online shopping for what? Uh, 1,000 uh, 1, county gypsum cotton sheets for the day. Yeah, the 1,000 thread count. If you're going to spend some time at home, you might as well do it in good sheets. Yeah. Uh, hi, Haley at number three. Hi, a treadmill. You're, hop- you're online shopping for a treadmill? Yes. It's very ambitious of you. Have you located <laughs> one yet? I have, yes. Uh, have you? All right, well, good luck with that. Tied <laughs> at number two. Yeah. Tied at number two. Hey, John, what are you online shopping for? Uh, electric wire strippers. Electric wire strippers. Like, oh, no. Like motorized. Yeah. Okay. Violetta thought it was like a show in Vegas. Down at Polecats. <laughs> right. Electric wire yeah. strippers. <laughs> Sounds uh, dangerous. Tied with Jessica at number two. What are you shopping for? I'm looking for a marijuana starter kit with seeds. Uh, <laughs> the old weed starter kit. Oh. That ties okay. in great with number one for your online shopping. Dominic. Hey, how you doing, Eric? Good. Uh, I ended up with a Post Malone tattoo kit. There we go. What? <laughs> yeah. You, you don't sound like the type. Yeah. He's passing the time at 2 a.m., self-quarantine, <laughs> stumble on the Post Malone tattoo kit. Everybody should have one. You know, what? I saw it and said, why the hell not? Right. Yeah. Why the hell not? You two can look like Post Malone. Wow. Isn't that what we all hope for? <laughs> no. Good luck with that, Dominic. <laughs> Hey, Melissa, what'd you learn? How long will a cigarette burn? How much does my demon earn? Research to the point of no return. What'd you learn? Tell us. Hey, Melissa, what'd you learn? Will it be how to cure a hangnail? Three hours worth of research. I don't know. We're about to find out. Melissa, what'd you learn yesterday? Okay, so I was searching a bunch of different things, but I basically narrowed it down to, did you know that a dog can smell 40 feet underground? Okay. 
It's unbelievable. Wow. 40 feet. That is fascinating. Yes. How does that work? With the nose. (laughs) You sure? Did you research that part? They have a strong sense of smell. And what did you learn about all that? I learned that... What do you mean, what did I learn about all that? Well, I, I just learned about the dog's sense of smell. 40 feet underground. No wonder they're always sniffing feet, the ground. 80 feet underwater. Mm-hmm. And 40 feet away, distance-wise. <laughs> Interesting stuff, isn't it? Three hours of that, huh? Oh, yeah. This wasn't... I, we should we cancel this bit? <laughs> No, I think that's very interesting. I just was just hoping to... It puts it into fine terms, what we always kind of knew, but you really put some numbers to it, specific numbers. That's what I learned. And the thing is, is like I came home yesterday and my babysitter told me that as soon as like I pulled up to the driveway, you know, without... See, Butch knew I was home. He was like going crazy. For those of you that don't started, know, Butch is her dog. My dog. Yeah. yeah, he started barking and stuff like that and went to the door. And so I'm like, why? How does he know this? How does he know I'm home? So you think he might have smelled you in the driveway inside your car? Yep. I do. How else would he know? Hey, Melissa, what'd you learn? How long he will a cigarette burn? How much <laughs> does my demon earn? Research uh, uh, to the point of no return. What'd you learn? Tell us. Tell us. Hey, Melissa, what'd you learn? All right, Mel D, we all set to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Social media director Mel D with your top three things trending on Twitter at number three. Okay, so Gladstonberry Music Festival, the five-day fest that is one of the biggest festivals happening every year in England, just announced that it has officially canceled this summer. A few hours ago, this news came out. It would have been their 50th anniversary this year, and they went all out by booking Taylor Swift to headline. So this would have been her first time performing at the fest, and now everybody is waiting to hear from Taylor to see if her lover fests are going to take place this summer in July. She has not come out and said anything, but the rumors are that she will postpone that festival. By uh, everyone is waiting to hear, do you mean you're waiting to hear? Is that what you mean? Uh, I'm waiting to hear, (laughs) but I'm sure a lot of other Swifties are waiting to hear. Oh, I'm sure they are. (laughs) Trending on Twitter, number two. Okay, Bono from U2 is another artist coming forward while everybody is stuck inside to say, hey, here is a new song that might make you feel better. It's been three years since Bono has had any music out. It's been since 2017. So he released a new song. It's called Let Let Your Love Be Known. So he said on Twitter and his Instagram that he was inspired to lift everybody's spirits up. We're going to see a lot of singers and bands do this. Uh, (laughs) uh, John Legend uh, was was performing in his bathrobe. Did you see that story? Yeah. In his bathrobe in his house. Sexy. Like Mel was saying, a lot of artists are going to be doing that. Uh, Finally trending on Twitter, number one. Okay, imagine a lot of A-list celebrities mixed in with some celebrities we've never heard of coming (laughs) together on Twitter to sing Imagine by John Lennon. Mm. So that sounds like it'd be pretty cool and make people happy, but now everybody is coming out on Twitter and saying... Hey, this group of celebrities singing is a little cringy. So Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, she started it as she was bored inside. Right. So people like Will Ferrell, Sia, Jimmy Fallon, Amy Adams, they all came together to sing this song. 312-233-1019. Anybody listening who getting married in the next 90 days or this summer will let that go too. Mm-hmm. A couple of questions for you regarding a headline I uh, read this morning. Hi, Alicia. Hey, how are you? I got, uh, I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, I saw a headline this morning I wanted to ask you. You were getting married or you are? Yeah, I. well, we were getting married April 7th. We had to change it. 
It says postpone or cancel. Brides around the world are weighing their options amid coronavirus. So obviously you've just postponed. Are you optimistic about May 12th? I'm not really sure anymore. Yeah. I don't know. How are like the venues and, you know, all the planning that went in place, the the flower places, how are they responding to you right now? Well, our wedding is a little bit different because we were getting married in Vegas. So our biggest problem is we have a ton of people traveling. And we had shows booked, um, uh, you know, airlines, hotels, like uh, Vegas is pretty much shut down, like the MGM hotel where we were staying at. So it was. We pretty much had to wait until you know the last minute because who knew if this was all gonna you know free up and and we'd be able to go. Um, but yesterday was pretty crazy. Like all the shows just pretty much canceled. We That's don't it. know if we carrot can top done. Oh yeah. man, yeah. now I'm, I'm gonna sad. go down and yeah. see carrot top. Uh, yeah. yeah, we did get our our hotel and airfare booked and the wedding rebooked. But we don't know about our other travelers if they're gonna. When will uh, when will you make the final call on May twelfth? I guess we'll just see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Not for sure. It is like all of us day by day. Hey, Christine. Hello, Hello. Christine. Hi, you're getting married. Uh, yes. Uh, this is Kristen, actually. Oh, Kristen. Okay. May first. May first. All right. And uh, are you optimistic that that will still go on as planned? Uh, well, the reception hall, we're actually at receptions in Geneva and um, at Riverside Receptions, and they said one day at a time. At this point, it's still on. Mm-hmm. So we can we can reschedule another date, and if we decided to cancel, we will get all our money back. Oh, oh that's, that's good. good. That's I'm nice. always wondering about that. That is good. May 1 could be a little optimistic trying to pull that off, too. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Gwen? You're a bride-to-be? Yes, June 6th. June 6th. A little yes. far out, yeah. Okay, and uh, what are your thoughts on this headline, postpone or cancel brides around the world weighing their options? Are you I've, in that situation right now? you trying to determine what to do? Yes, I've had people texting me, guests saying, oh, are you still having your wedding and are what's happening? So I'm meeting with my venue April 3rd to see what I'm doing. Right. What do you think is going to happen if you were to... To make a gut call on this, what do you think the outcome is for you? I We talked about doing the wedding and then like doing the reception at a later date. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's probably uh, If you did idea. the wedding, would it be just the two of you in the interest of social distancing, or would you still have <laughs> guests as a part of that? Uh, we'd see. We'd have the guests uh, who wants to come can come pretty much, who feels more comfortable coming. <laughs> but you got to keep it under 50. Or is it yes. under 10 now? That's the recommendation, recommendation now. Yeah. Yeah. Very small, intimate wedding. Yeah. It's a, it's one of those things you never thought you'd see again. And mm-hmm. every day you wake up and something new happens, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Postponing or canceling. Brides around the world weighing their options amid coronavirus. Welcome to Lily's Bake Sale. Today we're offering the red velvet cupcakes that Mrs. Johnson next door called breathtaking. Cash, credit, or online payment accepted. Just like Lily, ComEd provides multiple payment options. Need a gluten-free or vegan? Just ask our staff. I'm not your staff. I'm your brother. Choose the payment option that works best for you. Auto pay, online, phone, mail, or in person. Visit ComEd.com slash pay. ComEd. Powering lives. One order of gluten-free cupcakes coming right up. Uh, hi, Dr. Most. Good morning, Eric. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing well. Thanks for the uh, time again today. Everybody uh, was 
was really, really happy with uh, the opportunity and the stuff that you shared the last time around, and we want to give them a chance to get updated. In the time since we've talked last, uh, we keep hearing uh, stories that the next two or three days are going to see confirmed cases skyrocket. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. You know, as we've had the ability to do more and more testing across the country, you're going to start to see more and more positives. So this is uh, my analogy is this is a a hurricane that's a category one right now, but we know it can become a category three or category five as it grows. Is this something that even like a week ago, uh, people in the medical field could have even forecasted? Did you have any idea it was going to end up like this? And do you have any idea where it could be going in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Eric, you know, when President Trump came out and said, I want all hospitals to go on emergency preparedness, we had already been on emergency preparedness for 10 days prior to that. So I can tell you, uh, kind of reassuring to the to the listeners that you have, every single hospital, this is their major focus right now. And it's kind of like trying to change tires on a car while it's still driving. We still have sick patients. We still have individuals in the hospital with other illnesses that we have to care for. And yet we're preparing for what could be potentially a devastating illness to strike. And we're seeing more and more hospitals outside their emergency rooms set up the uh, tents that are dedicated strictly to the COVID-19 cases. Are we going to see even more of that around here? You know, this and the drive through that we see in other communities? Absolutely. And it's kind of interesting when you think about why we're doing this. People are saying, why are you doing it? And there's a couple reasons. One, we don't want to bring anybody potentially who has COVID into the emergency department if they're we'll call walking healthy, right? They want to be tested. They're concerned. They have an upper respiratory infection. We're going to try to keep them out of the hospital and out of the emergency department, but treat them efficiently and effectively. The drive-throughs are kind of interesting too. People say, well, why are you doing drive-throughs? And the reason is to minimize the exposure of potentially positive patients with mild symptoms from large groups in a waiting room. So we don't want to bring everybody into a waiting room, but we've determined that you have a possible COVID, so we want to make sure we test you, so therefore we're going to do a drive-through test so you don't have to get out of your car, you're not going to expose anybody, and we can control the people as we move them through. We keep hearing about uh, the shortage of testing kits, too. Are are you experiencing that uh, firsthand, or do you know, Have you are you optimistic that more tests are on the way? I'm very optimistic that more tests are on the way, but we still do have it. And that's probably one of the big messages. You know, everybody wants to know if they're positive. And two things about the testing. One is it's going to give you a snapshot in time. It's going to tell you yes or no at that time. So someone who tests negative and then walks out and grabs a shopping cart or goes into a crowd could be positive two days later. This is not a test like diabetes where I take it and say, no, you don't have diabetes. Don't worry. Go do anything. That being said, we're starting to find more and more equipment that has now been uh, tested to not only do the test, but to turn around them much quicker. Turnaround times of an hour or two hours versus the two to four days that we're seeing now. What about the ventilators? I mean, there's been so much news that there's a shortage of ventilators in case there's a lot more people that get sick and need those. So are you guys hearing about getting more of those or have they already come in or what's the latest news on that in case it gets worse? 
Yeah, Melissa. So we're looking at a whole bunch of things with ventilators right now. One of them is obviously the supply of them. Most hospitals are going to have what they need on a normal basis. These are abnormal times. So certainly health systems right now are looking to deploy assets where they need them the most. So we're a little bit more fluid there. We do, uh, everyone is ordering them now, but again, there's a supply and demand issue. We know that the Army has a bunch, and now we're starting to look, and you look at people saying, we're stopping elective surgeries, which is good, because not only does, uh, do we slow down the input into the hospital, but now we have another ventilator that used to be in the operating room right. that we could actually use for patients. In Italy, they're actually taking ventilators, and as long as the people are the same body habitus, you can actually split the ventilator and run two patients off the same ventilator. Oh. All those things we're looking at right now. Uh, can you uh, take a couple of calls for us here, Dr. Most? Absolutely. All right. uh, hi there, Lynn. Hi. hi. I have a question for the doctor. Sure. Thank you for being here. Um, my question is, I understand if we have a fever or a cough that we are to, you know, be, be extra cautious, but if, what would be the first few days? I'm guessing you don't wake up with 104 temperature and a horrible cough. What do you look for in the first few days? Well, here's, here's the problem, Lynn, is the biggest problem that we have with this illness is the first couple of days when you still can be contagious, you may have no symptoms whatsoever. It may then start out with a slower throat. You may start to have a little cough, and then it will you know, increase by, uh, exponentially after that. The problem we're having is that the symptoms vary from person to person. Wow. Somebody can have very mild symptoms or no symptoms whatsoever and still have the virus. Other, can be, other individuals can be you know, critically ill. So it's not like a, a other disease where you say, oh, you have a rash. I know that rash. I know what it looks like. Here's your disease. This is at a time when we're seeing the common cold, we're seeing influenza, and unfortunately, we're going to start to see seasonal allergies, all of which have the exact same symptoms of coronavirus. Uh, we received a text, doctor, that's uh, asking, this is a story that uh, I saw yesterday and we were uh, talking about briefly uh, earlier, what meds should I have in my home just in case someone becomes ill? Because there was talk that, is it true or not that this is better treated with acetaminophen than any of the other uh anti-inflammatories or pain relievers or fever reducers that you might take? Yeah, it's a great question right now because of the study that's coming out of France right now showing that ibuprofen may not be the best medication to treat fever and to treat body aches right now. So that hasn't been validated, but out of safety, I would say having Tylenol, which is proven to be much better and will keep your fever down, may be better than, than the ibuprofen if that pans out. The studies haven't been done, but if we have this information, we should share it and make sure we're using the medication we feel is the safest, which is Tylenol right now to keep your fever down. Uh, Sue, you have a question for Dr. Most. Hi, good morning. Um, I'm wondering if the countries that are, I guess, ahead of us, for lack of a better term, have determined that if someone has had tested positive and they recovered, can they get it again? So it's a great question. You know, we're looking at how long will the immunity last? The, it, there are some cases in China where the individuals seem to have gotten it again. Usually we're going to see at least some short-term immunity, but unfortunately this is again one of the coronaviruses, which is four coronaviruses, common coronaviruses, are what give us the common cold. We know we can get a common cold year after year, so it's too early to tell whether we'll get long-term immunity, and the big thing with that is, would the vaccine then give us long-term immunity with a one-time vaccine, or would this be a vaccine that we would need to get every year? Those are the unknowns that we're trying to figure out as quickly as possible. The unknowns continue. Uh, Tom, you had a question for Dr. Most? Yeah, hi, Doc. Uh, 
I work in a mail room where I'm handling packages from UPS, FedEx, DHL all day long. Um, what are my risks, and how long does that virus stay on packages and things like that? Yeah, Tom, this is one where I would I would recommend that you're wearing gloves. If you saw the National Institute of Health just came out a day or two ago that showed how long this is the virus will live on surfaces. And unfortunately, it's up to 24 hours on cardboard, two to three days on plastic and stainless steel. So the importance of cleaning your environment is very, is very important. But someone like you that's handling a lot of things, I would make sure you have gloves. And then when you take those gloves off, wash your hands and then try not to touch your face while you're, while you're wearing the gloves. So as the virus expands, we do know it can live on packages for quite some time. Uh, Dr. Kevin Most, who's the uh, Chief Medical Officer for Northwestern Medicine Central DuPage Hospital, is with us. And, uh, Doc, I, I'm amazed the number of texts that we're getting that are asking about pets and yeah. uh, the pet's uh, ability to carry the virus or the virus to yeah. live on the pet's uh, fur or the the effect that the virus can have on pets and then ultimately on the family. What do you know about this? Yeah, it's, it's a question that is coming up over and over and over again because we hear as we talk about this virus and saying this, come, this is a coronavirus which comes from animals, it's a zoonotic virus. We see it in other animals, whether it's bats or, or camels. We don't know because we don't even have enough tests to test the humans to even know if if dogs and, and other animals are being carriers right now. The assumption is that you can certainly be, it can be on the dog's fur, but it could also be anywhere else in your house. So it's not like you have to wash your dog all the time. But I'd be more concerned with people to limit their uh, exposure to the vulnerable population than being concerned about their dogs right now. So stay away from those over the age of 65 on chemotherapy, on drugs that uh, decrease their immune system. Uh, the big story out of Oak Park is the shelter-in-place that Oak Park has, uh, has put into action right now. Are you anticipating seeing more communities do that? Yep, absolutely. You know, uh, I'm, I'm afraid that our window of opportunity is closing very quickly here, and I think that that's going to be one thing that we're going to have to at least consider. You know, it, it's disappointing when you look in Florida and you see what's going on in Florida with the large crowds. You know, Oak Park took that step, and I think it's probably a good step. You know, only go out when you need to go out. We're going to decrease because we've been telling people to social distance, but no one's really been listening, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. So now they're going to be more of a forced social distancing. It's interesting you use the analogy of uh, throwing open the window because somebody just texted in, uh, are you safe with your windows open in your apartment or house? Is the potential for it to be airborne? You know, 100% you are much safer outside, actually. So any open air and any air circulation is great for you. So certainly this is an aerosolized. So if I were to cough or sneeze, I am going to put that into the air. But the air, if you think about how much space you have if you're outside, is great. So it's not like it's all in the air, and if you open your windows, it's going to get in. No, it's the exact opposite. You actually want to have open-air areas, and that's why we're doing a lot of testing in open-air tents so that we can circulate the air through those. That's right. Do you know what? I think it's important to know, too, I mean, there have been protocols of when you are you don't feel quite right or, you know, your stomach's a little upset, you got a sore throat. Is the protocol still the same, or has it changed that if you're starting to feel not quite right, sick, whatever, at what point do you say, I'm not... I, I need to call a doctor or I need to, what do you do and who do you call? And at what point in the sickness do you do that? 
Yeah, there's two things, two questions there, Melissa, and very important ones. One is when you start to feel those symptoms, certainly don't go to work and certainly don't be around anyone. People now are so concerned that they're starting to go to the emergency department, and it's not the right place because we are still have the same number of true emergencies and car accidents and heart attacks coming in. So please don't go to the emergency department. Call your doctor, and he's going to do one of two things. He's going to walk through an algorithm on the phone with you about your symptoms, and he may then diagnose you and say, you have a high incidence of influenza, I'm going to start you on, say, Tamiflu, or I'm concerned about strep throat, I'm going to start you on antibiotic. What we need now is for telehealth to be used by our physicians to not only calm the public and make sure that they understand that they're being heard and treated, but also to minimize any gatherings, even in doctor's offices, as we speak now with individuals who are ill. This is cold and flu season. If you went to a normal doctor's office six months or four months ago, it would be filled with people that were cold and stifling and everything. We don't want to do that right now because of the spread of this illness. Doctor, we've heard the past couple of days a few stories uh, that millennials might be at higher risk of contracting this than we had previously thought. Even the White House doctor addressed that yesterday, and I thought her explanation was, I got a little lost in it. But what do you know about this? Do you have any insight on that? Yeah, Whip, it's interesting. You know, we when we got the first initial information out of China, it appeared that this was really those who were over the age of 75 and vulnerable. Now here in the United States, we're starting to see a lot more younger cases and younger individuals, which is unfortunate. And I tell them right now, this is an opportunity for you to increase your immune system and stop smoking, stop vaping, eat properly, take your vitamins, do all the things you can. And when people say, well, why are we seeing something different than we saw in China? China, a very homogeneous um, population, to be honest with you, compared to our population, very heterogeneous. So is there a genetic portion of this on the immune system that we don't know about? That, I think, will pan out, and we'll find out that some individuals are going to be able to handle this very easily, and others may not, and it may have a genetic reasoning. But in the meantime, do everything you can to maximize your own immune system. So continue to be diligent with the hand washing, the social distancing, uh, and, of course, uh, isolating at home when avail- or when, when you're able to in regards to work or your social life. We just want to keep going down this path, correct? Absolutely, Eric. And you know what? Here in the United States, we don't hand wash, we hand rinse. If you think about people wash their hands for about five seconds. No, you really need to wash your hands 20 to 30 seconds. Sing happy birthday. That's about 20 seconds, 20, 30 seconds. Make sure you use soap versus just turning the faucet on and running your hands under it and, and grabbing a paper towel. So, and again, protect the vulnerable. These are the times where you call your parents, call your grandparents, make sure that, uh, that you check in with them, but don't go see them. And, you know, Eric, we're talking about all the, all the people that are hoarding and going to grocery stores. If you're going to go to a grocery store and you have a 70-year-old that lives next to you, call them and ask them what they need. Yeah. We don't want those individuals in these high condensed areas. They're the ones we're trying to protect. Dr. Most, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your insight and your guidance. We're going to follow along to the best of our abilities. In fact, uh, Whip and I had uh, scheduled a two-for-one uh, facelift as an elective yep. surgery, but we've both yep. decided to cancel based on what you said. <laughs> so we'll get that done at the end of summer. Uh, yeah, good. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, yeah we're going to cancel. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Most. You got a call anytime, you guys. All right, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Dr. Kevin Most, your chief medical officer for Northwestern Medicine Central DuPage Hospital. Makes morning mind bender. That's time for us to uh, 
Be thinking about our friends because you oh, really no. can't hang out with them right now. At least you're not supposed to. No, 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 no. Social yeah. distancing. Uh, the things people would be willing to do for their best friend. Which one of these received the most votes? A, keep their secrets. B, lie for them. C, miss work to spend time with them. Or D, bail them out of jail. Uh, of those four choices, Melissa, which one would you be most willing to do for your um, friend? I know it's C, miss work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, you know what? I would do all of those, but really, I would absolutely keep a secret for them. Keep a secret. Yep. How about you, Whip? Uh, yeah, probably bail them out of jail, but only if I felt like they really got railroaded and be in there. Otherwise, your friends could just stay in there and rot. Yeah. Well, if they <laughs> did something where they deserve uh, it, you know. Violetta. I would totally lie for any one of my friends all the time. What do you think, Laura? <laughs> Uh, I said lie for them. Lie for them? No. Oh, man, that's but that's... Not, that's not number one. That's the best, though. Cindy. Bail them out of jail. Now we got a winner. Really? <laughs> Bail them out of jail was the number one answer you'd be willing to do. I might lie unless and get them out of jail. <laughs> unless you're uh, friends with Whip, then well, you're going to stay in yeah. there. Right? you got to do explaining first, then we'll talk about the money. 43% of people said that they would be willing to bail their best friend out of jail. Only 43%. Wow. Uh, 30, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. What was that? I don't know. I was uh, just taken aback by that. Um, uh, yeah. 35% said they'd keep their secrets for them. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 33% <laughs> said they'd lie for them. And 24% would be willing to miss work to spend time with them. Yeah, I did that once, too. Surprised. <laughs> we went to get a couple's massage. It was oh. nice. Boy, if you're Netflix or any of the uh, streaming services, if you have new content, put it out now. Yeah. Don't hold it. Absolutely. Put it out are. now. You've got a contained audience waiting to see it. Yeah, just like Disney Plus did with uh, Frozen 2, putting it out early. Some exactly. of the movie companies putting the first run movies on uh, streaming right now on demand. Exactly. You know who Niall Horan's biggest fan is? No. Meldy. Niall Horan. Oh. <laughs> It is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Niall Horan's bucket list includes a Grammy, a number one album, and a sold-out tour. That's what he wants. All right. He has big expectations for the new album, Heartbreak Weather, and he's not shy about revealing it, saying that he thinks his own album is, quote, brilliant, end quote. Okay. Good to be confident. Speaking to... Let me finish here and see if you still feel that way. Uh Speaking to the UK's official charts company... Niall says of Heartbreak Weather, I'm going to sound like the biggest fan of myself here, but the songs on this album are brilliant, and I'm not bored by any of them in the slightest. Oh, well, good. He loves it. Yeah, well, I mean, if he said he was bored, that'd be a bad sign. I can listen to my album all day long, is what he's saying. All right, that's okay. Hey, Niall. Uh, Maybe that's why Niall's expectations are so high. Asked to name his bucket list items, the former One Direction member says, I'd love to win a Grammy. Which, if you listen to Elton John, he's like, no way. Right. No. It's not going to happen. That guy's terrible. Uh, this year, I'd like a number one album, too, and a sold-out tour. I guess, you know, if you're aspiring to be successful, that's what you'd want, right? Yeah. Now that I've gotten to a certain point in my career, I'd like to stay at this level or get bigger. It's what drives me. I always want to outdo myself. Last album, I played Brixton Academy in London. This album, I want to play Wembley Arena. Wow. Okay. Niall's Sometimes not you gotta think big. You know, in these uh, in these times too, where you have an opportunity if you're self quarantined or social distancing and spending more time with 
well, just yourself, you have the opportunity to reevaluate your goals in life, hmm. your bucket list items. Have you thought about that at all, Melissa? I've never really jumped on the the bucket list thing, but I feel like I should. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my plan, you know, maybe I should do that now since we're all stuck at home so much. That's the idea. It'd be a good idea to do it. I mean, I've never done it before. So you don't have one. I don't. Uh, Whip, have you ever? I've never put it into any kind of writing or anything like that. With the times that we live in now, the uncertainty, uh, has it caused you to maybe reevaluate what you're hoping to accomplish in life? No, I seriously, the last few days, I've sort of said to myself, wow, you know, some things are actually pretty decent that I took for granted up until about three days ago. So okay. I'm going to actually try to appreciate those a little more. Gotcha. They really haven't changed at all. Maybe not. Well, you, you, I, haven't, I, you haven't challenged yourself. Uh, no, I, I'm taking that's it day, what, day by day. That's what we're looking for from the both of you. No, yes. not really, Eric. No, no <laughs> challenging no, myself. you? Absolutely. I want to run wild with Bear Grylls. Oh, okay. Well, there's something. You always really wanted do. to do that, though. I really do. But now I'm, like, dead serious well, how about it. about something okay. you, you can actually achieve? Why can't uh, I achieve that? I mean, how are you going to run wild with Bear Grylls? Isn't that what a bucket list is all about? I yeah, know. big dream. Setting the big yeah. dream. Look what Niall Horan just did, and gonna... now you're not going to let me dream big? Yeah, but how are you going to get in there? Well, you I never know. Well, you got to dream it in order to make it happen. Okay. You got to put it out there in the universe. When did you get so negative? I haven't Ooh. thought of anything. Oh, you know what? What's yours? Well, I'd like to do this. Never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even think something like that? Tamp that down right now. <laughs> yeah. Forget your... having dreams, Stop Eric. It. You don't deserve them. Okay, we're going to make it happen. We will all, like, email and him o- and text him and Instagram him nonstop. And I'm okay, uh, like, doing something, uh, you know, along the lines of, you know, a smaller training wheels uh, bear grills. Okay. You know, like, where I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily leaping out of a helicopter into uh, a waterfall. That's yeah. not Bear Grylls like, style. Maybe I'm spending the night, uh, you know, at a forest preserve. Right. Do you know any guys like oh, who like to camp? Hang out with a... some guy who likes to camp. Right. You got yeah. you to start slowly. Not that I don't aspire to it, but based on what Melissa said, I got no chance in hell of it ever happening, so I need to temper my expectations. 312-233-1019. So Niall Horan has put together a bucket list. I'm the only one in here who has. (laughs) Nobody else in here aspires to do anything. Right. How about you? One person who doesn't care is Melissa. Oh, stop it. Who doesn't care about your dreams. I do. Even though it's on your bucket list. Like, uh, Laura, on your bucket list is what? Hot air balloon ride. A hot air balloon ride. Yeah, that's fun. Now, with the the life that we're all living is... uh, has your urgency increased on that where you thought, you know what, it, it used to be just a pipe dream, but I'm going to make it happen now? Well, my husband promised that we would actually do that for my uh, my birthday a year and a half ago. Aha. Mm. <laughs> what happened? Aha. Yeah. Aha. Yeah, uh, what? Well, you know, weather, we tried, we tried to book it, and the weather wasn't great for it, and then the season ended, and then, yeah. Yeah, it's we always probably- a bummer the end of the hot air ballooning season. Yep. <laughs> I'm always sad to see it go, but then I like to see all the hot air balloon free agents where they sign and, and the new hot air balloon schedule comes out and see who's playing who. Yeah, always exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On your bucket list, you can dream it, Scott, but it probably won't happen. At least that's yeah, what Melissa uh, says. Yeah, I want to play Augusta National, Eric, and I know you're a big golfer. Or mm-hmm. if I can't do that at my course, I want to hit every shot. And say I didn't leave one out there. Didn't leave anything out there. 
You left it all I'll out be on a the course. Yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah, it's die. beautiful. You've been there before, right? Uh, to Augusta National, I have. Okay. I've been very fortunate to have had that opportunity. It's good to dream, John. Yeah, I, I'd like to rock, uh, rock climb Mount Rushmore and go down to one of the best noses and hang there like a booger and yeah. take a selfie. Uh, take I a booger selfie and yeah. a president's <laughs> nose on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Dream big, John. Yeah. Dream big. That'd be fantastic. That would be, that fun. Would be cool. It'll never happen, John. Hey! Melissa Sims, come up with a new dream. Whatever. And finally, Edward, we're in the business of making dreams and bucket list items come true around here. Awesome, awesome. I want to be a radio personality just like you. (laughs) Wow. You can do it. Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) (laughs) It just might happen. This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd lets you pay your way and go about your day. Choose between auto pay, online, phone, mail, or in-person bill pay. Visit ComEd.com slash pay to choose what works best for you. ComEd powering lives.